2: Previously, on Chaotic Moral, the Earth's crabs finally decided on a vessel which they would sail the shadow Isles on, but before they could finish divvying out the officer's positions, they were beset upon by their former acquaintance Cyclop, who originally negotiated the rebellion aboard the Sturge there she challenged myself for the captainship after a scrape between her and what remains of her crew and the Aristocrats. The Aristocrats emerged victorious and named Robert the captain of the newly deemed Melores Borealis. Now they set sail on our first official mission to find the ghost ship. What will they find? And Will the seas be calm? Let us find out on Chaotic The Shattered Isles.
0: Of the sea, recognize two gods: the uh, sea mother Melora, she who provides you the waves, the, the ocean on which you ride, all of the life on in underneath the waves, those fish that you eat, and the bountiful treasures and mysteries hidden within, and then the storm lord cord the lover of melora uh he who controls the winds and the skies and the airs that pull your sails and send you from here to there across the surface of melora's sea melora and the storm lord they serve as two god or they serve as the two gods of the sailors the two of them lovers married basically the parents of all sailors but like all parents these sail or these gods fight And when these gods fight, it is the sailors, the children, who suffer the most. When the uh, sea's waves want to go one direction and the winds demand another, a storm brews of terrible proportions. It is in one of those storms that we find Melora's Borealis now not 3 days after setting out from port providence the storm struck and now it rages still 12 hours later scattering the ship somewhere across the uh, channel of valor as they w- they set out in search of the uh, in search of the sea ghost only to find this storm instead Your crew is cold, they're wet, they're tired. The crew is at the breaking point, almost ready to abandon all hope and to lose all of their ability to function together. Six hours ago, in the storm, your bosun, Phil Collins was struck by a loose bowsprit that slipped from a crewman's cold, numb fingers, and it struck him across the head, leaving the uh, leaving the boatswain unconscious. And even now, he sleeps, or is at least unconscious beneath the deck. And with no doctor to check on him, you can't tell if he's going to be okay. But you have no time to pay attention to that, with your crew so cr- close to breaking, and with the bilges already almost f- overfilling with water, the cargo hold uh, starting to fill next, the bilge pump needing to be worked. Meanwhile, the wind tears viciously at the sails. Already the sails have thrown you far off course, but now as the wind continues to pull, tearing at them, whipping back and forth violently in different directions, you feel as though the sails might soon break, or worse, tear the masses uh, the masts off of the ship and break them into the sea. All All the while, the waves bash hard against the hull, occasionally a piece of debris smashing into it, breaking open uh, chunks of wood, making it to where uh, sailors have to rapidly patch them up without the bosun's guidance. Uh, This storm has you racked terribly, blinded by the wind and the rain. How does the crew of the Melora's Borealis handle this threat? The crew is at its breaking point. The uh, ship's bilge is filled with water and the cargo hold's beginning to fill as well. And the sails seem like they're at risk of maybe tearing clean off.
3: Uh, Jules is going to both verbally and magically be giving guidance to the crew, um, fulfilling their responsibilities as a first mate and instructing people to start um, getting the buckets to dewater the hole.
0: <laughs> so, uh, uh, Jules, you start uh, getting organizing people down below deck as uh, whoever grips the wheel is trying to keep it from uh, going off course or going wildly into the waves. So Jules, you organize this bucket brigade. For hours, they're laboring below deck as they're trying to bail out the water. But the crew is struggling. They're at this nearly breaking point. So you are actually going to be making this check with disadvantage. Uh, this is going to require a D20 roll, and it's modified by the crew quality. We've established that your crew, it's an okay crew. It's not great. It's not bad. So it's only actually a quality score of three. So your, your check is going to be a D20 with disadvantage plus three because of the uh, cruise quality with disadvantage again because the crew is at their breaking point uh, as the ship is filling with water so go ahead and make that jewels okay i mean roll this and the uh the dc of this hazard is 15 sorry no this hazard is 10
3: Okay, I rolled a 14 and a two. So Ooh. that's a five total.
0: So Jules's efforts, despite how long and labored they are below there, is not making a meaningful dent in the bill in the water below. Uh, are the rest of you attempting in any way to tend to these issues, to marshal the crew to various odds, to try and bring the ship to not break beneath these waves?
2: Uh yeah. Oh it's I mean I was gonna say I was gonna have Zellner I was gonna order Zellner into like order double rations for the crew and have them take like half shifts. Like, so rather than like every two hours switch, like take every hour and then like everyone takes an hour nap, swap, everyone take an hour nap, swap. So we're like power napping and swapping crews out. And Zelnern is doing like snacks, like keeping everyone up, up to snuff.
4: Slow and steadily though. But um, I'm also, uh, I also sent my extra pots and uh, bigger bowls down to help with the brigade as well
2: no, Okay, uh, Zeldar I want you to make a big stew and you are like it's going to slow cook for a while and you're just distributing small like small <laughs> servings of this slow cooked stew
0: everything Zeldar makes is slow cooked <laughs> I love
4: that idea. Well, I have I have one century stew going. I just started it now that we started the. Uh... Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's a slow, very slow cooking stew. And you just keep adding to it. It's just like this is the one thing we're going to eat the entire time. It's just <laughs> big, big bottom <laughs> stew that you keep adding to. <laughs>
0: As you make this uh, bit of levity a wave crashes over deck shattering one of the uh, glass paned windows into the kitchen the water floods inside salt water carrying a crab with it who's dragged back out to sea you hear a crewman scream for help as the water drags him towards the gunwale he, he slams against the gunwale uh, another crewman grabs him pulls him uh, back to safety and they scurry back to their lines trying to hold it uh, there, that moment of wave breaking the levity you feel you quickly giving the instructions Nern, you turned uh getting those pots together sending them down with crewman after crewman down to join in the bucket brigade but meanwhile uh, you start uh, ladling out servings of these rations sending word to uh, Jules to let off his uh Almost or let off their almost slave driver level work as they're trying to bail out this uh, this basement as it's not uh, this bill just not helping the crew to give them a bit of break to try and bolster their spirits from the storm. Uh, Zelnern, I'm gonna let you go ahead and make a uh, um, D20 uh, check, adding your uh, so it's gonna be an ability check to just basically using cooking tools to see if you can adequately get the crew out of this uh it's gonna be wisdom based because you are trying to make them feel good so a uh wisdom cooking tools check and you should be proficient in cooking tools because you took the feet chef
4: yes perfect so i'm gonna add my um where is it perfect okay perfect so i get plus four click told myself 19.
0: nice uh while it's uh, while, or you're leaving them off of that, has managed to make it to where the crew is not so tired, not so ruined as before, um, and this new cycle seems to start to help them to bolster their spirits and give them the aid and food they need. Uh, and in fact, it alleviates the uh, suffering they're feeling. Uh, you no longer have disadvantage on checks uh, to, uh, or for crew checks or group checks for the ship uh, during this part of the storm. However, the bilge work still is ongoing. In fact, I'm going to call for a reroll on that uh, bilge work now that the crew is feeling better. Okay.
3: Can I assist with like my, uh, shape water? Or am I too busy just motivating and organizing?
0: uh your shape water is helping and that's part of you doing it but it's not gonna add a i'll let you throw a d4 on there for that okay cool
3: all righty 1d20 plus 3 plus 1d4 that's 17 plus 3 plus 1 so 21
0: Heck yeah! Uh, re- reinvigorated over the next few hours, the crew manages to get better, uh, to feel be- or to feel better thanks to the cooking and the break schedule, and under the uh, over the supervision and assistance of Jules, the crew manages to uh, bail out the worst of the water below deck. But meanwhile, up on deck, throughout this process, as you're trying to get the water out, and you are succeeding at get more getting more water out than is coming in. Still, the terrible winds tear at the sails. You hear a groaning and a creaking, and you even see as one man holding on to a rope cries out as the rope snaps in his hands, snapping out, lashing across his face, causing that crewman to topple to the ground, blood mixing with the seawater and flowing out across the deck. The rope flies wildly, the uh, bro spread it was holding on to swinging rampantly in the air. The sails are at dangerous risk of, uh, of collapsing, of giving in beneath the weight of these waves. Uh, Does anyone else, perhaps Ruber or uh, Celeste, tend to these?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to, while the rope is swinging, I'm going to jump off the deck and grab it in midair. It's
0: pretty awesome. Let's go ahead and see if we can get an acrobatics to succeed on that. Dex acrobatics. Uh,
2: Thirteen.
0: Uh, you manage to leap off the deck, catching it just before it disappears over the edge. You've caught the rope, and the bowsprit, though, swings overhead, grabbing, and you end up, like, riding it through the air, and then landing on the other side. You catch it sliding on the deck, handing it off to a crewman who tries to lash it back down. The bowsprit is caught, but still, those sails tear. Uh... You realize the sails are just sending you wildly here throughout the waters, that you need to strike them in order to, uh, or to save them from, their, from basically being t- destroyed here in the waters. However, you know that to strike these sails basically means you'll be dead in the water, cast purely at the mercy of Melora's waves. You must make a choice. Do you continue letting the Stormlord send you where he will, or give yourself into the sea, Mother, to be uh, taken in her waves?
2: Uh, I'm going to head down to the Navigator's room to talk to (laughs) Celeste.
1: Oh yeah, I've been in the navigation room this whole time. I have not seen any of this upstairs.
0: Uh, worse, Celeste, you see out through your uh, the glass ceiling you have that it is such thick storm clouds and lashing wind and fog that you haven't been able to spot or spy anything. Your cards, when you try to set them on the table, the whole table seems to rock to the left at more than a 90-degree angle. In fact, w- when you find Celeste, she's actively picking up her Taroka deck, trying to reassemble it and make oh, sure no. there's no damage to it.
2: Celeste... <laughs> What do the stars show us?
1: We're just beggars right now. It's the six of coins and it's upside down and we just need to let Melora and her lover figure it out.
2: Okay. So wait, are you saying we stop and let the storm wash over us?
1: What? What do you mean? I haven't said anything. I'm just telling you we're beggars right now. We're at the mercy of their fight.
2: I know. Are you asking
1: me for advice right now?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Oh, (laughs) hang on one second (laughs) let me keep reading what are what are you hoping what are you like advice of like what's going on upstairs
2: it's fucking chaos out there celeste
1: of course (laughs) it's chaos it's a fight lovers fight haven't you been around that
0: an incredible gust of wind blows Tearing the doors open. They slam heavily against the walls, and the wind blows, blowing your or your deck out of your hands.
1: Not again. Malora must be so angry.
0: Is,
2: is that, that's bad, right?
1: It's Malora's? Yeah.
2: Okay, so do we hunker down here or do we try to sail into the heart of this?
1: I say we just wait it out. We okay. let Malora take us where she goes let the sea guide us
2: all right i trust your judgment all right i get back on top of the ship drop anchor everyone raise there
1: don't forget don't forget to rely on your keen innocence
2: i'll i'll try
1: not keen innocence keen intellect
2: oh uh... i was
1: reading two cards at once your keen (laughs) intellect is captain
2: All right, everyone, drop anchor, raise the sails. We're hunkering down. Everyone, buckle
0: up. Act like the seer rubert through the roaring wind that seems to cast your own voice back at you you rush back or rush out into there and call for them to drop anchor to strike the sails to try and ride it out of melora's waves uh quickly the uh, crew uh starts working towards that trying to through frozen hands to bring those sails back up while the storm lord grabs at them desperately dragging them holding them it's two men three men. The crew demands it. And as they're trying to get those sails up, I actually need you to make a d20 roll to see if the crew is capable of this. It's a d20 roll plus three. Oh boy. Stormlord is pulling with a dc of ten. Uh,
2: Plus three you said? Yep. Uh, Fifteen then.
0: All right, you manage to get those sails up. They are no longer being to- the cloth is no longer being torn by the stormlord, and you find yourself at the mercy of Melora's waves. You call for the anchor to be struck to hope to hold your spot here in the sea and ride out the worst of the storms. Defiant in the face of where the waves should take you, you strike the uh, anchor, and it sinks down and down. And down hundreds of feet until you, it feel, finally settles on the ground, dragging far beneath you. As the boat is still pushed and rushed along by the waves, the worst of the problems seems to uh, seems to abate. While the uh, bilge is no longer overfilling, while the crew's sorrow is no longer or like hopelessness is no longer crippling them, and the sails are no longer at threat of collapse. You look or you look around here, finding yourself torn and rocked terribly by waves, and then you see it, the true threat of this storm, looming up as your ship sort of spins along this anchored arc. Your ship sees looming ahead of you, or I guess to the side of you as the waves are tossing you to the uh, port side. A great rocky mast thrust or mast thrusting up like a sword from the sea, threatening to split your ship in half, looms only a couple hundred yards off your port side. You look up to realize your sails are struck, your anchor laid, your crew is busy uh, pumping out the bilges below, no or no oarsmen ready and available. What do you do to avoid the ship crashing into this rocky outcropping in the sea?
2: Turn off all the lanterns, raise anchor, just float.
1: I come up, I start coming upstairs.
2: (laughs) No, No, like, let us just ride the waves. Turn off lanterns, ride dark, but let the waves carry us. We don't need to drop sails, just we will float with the waves.
0: You call the order out, and the crew, tired from having just hauled the sails up, rushes to the anchor, forcing it up, trying to get that anchor up. Another D twenty plus three roll to see if you can avoid this rock. Melora throws you out. This landlubber's curse.
2: Ooh, another fifteen. Two twelve. I know- in
0: and successfully, the crew gets the anchor up in time, allowing a wave of Malora to grab hold of the ship just before it strikes its bow into this rocky mass. The, gra- the wave grabs hold of the bow, drenching the ship, washing a man nearly overboard, and hurls the ship almost on its back. And then it splashes down on the water, toppling down like a great cliff in the sea. And almost as soon as the, uh, wave crashes down, letting you go, as you finally fully give in to Melora, the storm seems to let up. The rain still falls, the wind still blows, the waves still beat, but no longer the raging of parents, but the gentle cooing of, uh, as if the lovers have made up. A bit of sun spots the sky. And it seems to illuminate this rocky island you've uh, been pushed up near, but managed to avoid crashing into. You take a moment of breath and relaxation, a moment of relief. The crew lets out a uh, tentative sigh among all of them. Yeah, I
2: I tap like everyone on uh, like deck of the ship. Like, get down, get yourself some food. Uh, Anyone on break, that is, you know, it's their turn. Tell them to come on, come on deck. But everyone deserves a break right now. Actually, dropping—does uh, it look like we can drop anchor again?
0: Yeah, it seems gentle enough that dropping anchor here would just anchor you at this island.
2: I'm gonna go down and grab Zelner, and Zelnir, uh, you can let the pot simmer. But I think the Whew, the two of us should drop anchor. Let the rest of the crew get the rest.
4: Sounds good. I just need to add one more bucket of seawater to it before I let it go. No, no,
2: thought, no, yeah. let's not do that.
4: It has a lot of good flavor.
2: <laughs> you could just add salt. You don't need to. You know what? You're the chef. I'm not going to tell you what to do.
4: I don't tell you how to do whatever you do around here. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Uh, dwarven. Or, uh. Zelnurn's shell has its hard rigid spikes because of his dwarven diet rich with minerals, <laughs> which means if he's your chef, you're all getting a dwarven diet rich with minerals. We're we'll spiking
4: you all up.
2: <laughs> I'll put spikes on your chest.
0: Your crew all has like calcium bone spurs and
2: yeah, my skin has been very dry since I started eating your food. And I will say, my beard has grown three times in size.
0: <laughs> it's only been three days. Uh, as you make your jests on deck, the crew laughs along with you. Um, and uh, taking your bit of revelry as the uh, anchor pulls you around to get a better view of the uh, far side of this rocky outcropping, you realize that this is basically a large piece of... Uh, earth thrust up from the ground, likely a broken piece of one of the shattered isles. But all that's left of a landmass other than this rocky piece is a small atoll stretching around it. Um, And while the atoll itself is mostly just a coral reef uh, buried beneath the waters, it's real marvel as your ship pulls around uh, with the anchor letting it drift is you see there is another ship marooned old and dead upon this uh small sunken coral atoll it looks though or you can tell very immediately from the ship it has very similar design characteristics of your ship uh it doesn't look like it's been here too long although the wind has ravaged it but a tattered flag still flies overhead and its sails still seem to be in okay quality that tattered flag as you gaze through it with uh Borrowing uh, Phil's... Spyglass. Spyglass. Borrowing Phil's Spyglass. You view through it and you can make out the symbol on this tattered flag. It is a red field, or sorry, a blue field, and set upon it is a golden dragon encircling the Imperial Eight-Pointed Star. You all know this symbol well. It is the symbol of the Agdulan King uh, who is a subservient king of the empire. It is the Agduland king whose uh, ships have been sent to Port Providence, who would be building the uh, fortress in Port Providence, who are who the imperialists uh, pay homage to. Uh, it is the Agduland king whose ships the Sea Ghost has been preying on. And here before you, you see one of those Agduland sh- sailing vessels increased and armed just like your own, marooned and uh, like, wasted upon this coral atoll beneath this like tall shield wall outcropping.
2: Ah. <clears throat> uh, I will go to gather jewels and Celeste, because Zellner is already on top of the ship with me.
0: Uh, you all gather together, and uh, Celeste, you realize you can actually see the sky now. It is midday, so oh, there's no... There's no stars to read other than one large star. Uh, also, I
2: head I don't down. just need stars, by the <laughs> way. I head down to go see if uh, Phil is doing all right.
0: Uh, you find Phil still in a state of complete unconsciousness. Uh, you try to jostle him, but worry, uh, like even with your what medical knowledge you learned from shipboard ailments. Uh, you're not sure if he'll ever wake up from this blow to the head.
2: Oh, get well, Phil. (laughs) I need your brevity about now.
0: He mumbles on the ground, I can feel it. And that's all.
2: (laughs) 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 All right. Yeah, uh, gathering Zellner and Jules and Celeste. All right. I think we... I think we go see what's up with these these cats. Uh, These are the ones we know that the ghost ship has been picking on. Perhaps we approach with the idea that, hey, we're here to find the ghost ship too. We'll help you out. Maybe see how weak they are, see how they're doing. Um, If they're weak enough, we... Take advantage, pillage what uh, you know, what they have managed to find on board their ship. Take their plunder and get gather what information they have. Find they go ship ourselves if they're awake enough. And so basically, I'm saying let's uh, pillage them.
1: Bruh, calm down. Hmm? <laughs> That's so aggressive.
2: They're imperialists. We don't like them. Remember.
1: Yeah, but Melora led us here to help find the ghost ship. Don't you want some information first?
2: I mean, yeah, no, that's why I was saying, like, hey, what's going on here, guys? We're here to find the ghost ship that you guys, that you guys were attacked by. Hey, let's we'll work together. Also, how weak are you? Oh, that weak? Ah, is that, is that, that how you're going
1: to ask? <laughs> is that your plan?
2: No, this is me. This is a summarization of how I'll, I'll hmm. be much more eloquent.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Well, send me the signal.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. What is our signal, by the way?
4: Go crush them.
2: We'll oh, find uh,
1: out when we get there.
2: Okay, so, yeah, as Elnirn said, as soon as I crush their skull, you'll know I'm... <laughs> you'll know I'm serious.
1: Are you okay? Did someone hit you in the storm?
2: No, this Maybe is what Elnirn said. Okay. Maybe you
3: drink a little too much seawater. Elnirn, have you been adding seawater to our soup again?
4: Um. Well, I mean... Technically, yes.
2: <laughs> what do you mean, technically?
4: Well, I mean, it, it was all seawater, so I'm really wait,
2: like... Wait, 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 I'm sorry, all the seawater?
4: I mean, it's the base. I mean, I needed a b- base for the soup. Oh, no. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I'm going to be sick. Uh, no, there's other things... There's potatoes, (laughs) there's carrots, there's some other stuff, if you guys ever care enough to come down and visit me in the kitchen, except for when I feed you.
2: We're asking (laughs) you right now, what is in the soup?
1: If I weren't so busy in the navigation room, I'd come visit and say hi, I would love to see your soup.
4: (laughs) Thank you, I appreciate that.
3: I'll visit you more if you promise to use some fresh water in the soup from now on.
4: We need the fresh water for drinking. Okay.
2: Oh
3: yeah, we need more for drinking if we're eating saltwater soup all the time.
4: You need the minerals. For your shells.
1: We don't have shells.
4: And the ones in your body. It oh, oh god.
0: Or as you have this conversation, a crew member uh, holding a uh, uh, fathom line down into the water calls out, Captain, it be but two fathoms depth of depth here. We can't take the ship in any closer. You'll need to use the naughty dreams. But the captain of that is hit upon the head.
2: Well, hopefully he understands that uh, we need to use his ship to approach. Um, I'm enduring already, Phil's going to be furious when he wakes up. I don't think he's going to understand. If if Phil does wake, though, tell him to come on shore.
4: I, I think he'd appreciate it if we put his body on the Naughty Dreams.
2: Actually, yeah, I think a captain, even if unconscious, should be on board the ship. Although as unsafe and as prone to infection as his body might be, we're bringing him with us. <laughs> that's
4: unsafe, but that's what he would want.
1: What if we just didn't tell him? He's unconscious.
2: I mean, that was my plan, but if he at some point decides to awaken.
1: He decides to awake? I don't think that's how it works when you're unconscious.
2: No, this is a personal choice. Tr- he's doing this out of protest.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. I don't think he is unconscious. I think he's just keeping his he's eyes f- shut. He's faking it. <laughs> he's faking it.
0: Um, you then uh, you see as the, co- the crew is readying up the uh, naughty dreams there, working the ropes to lower it into the water. Uh, you're met with a choice. Do you want to send uh, crewmen to go and investigate that ship, or do you want to go yourselves?
2: I, I think we want to want to go
0: ourselves. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just saying you could handle the whole adventure with one D20 roll no that's not fun <laughs> and then if they fail you just try with another five crewmen. you just keep trying with five crewmen over and over no I think
2: I think as the captain I want to speak with their captain
0: all right uh they lower the ship or the naughty dreams down and the ropes are held down or like the ladders held down allowing you to climb your way down but as you go to start to get onto it and there's one crewman down there still like making sure the orlocks are in place um a crew member kind of grabs uh, uh, Jules. A crew member grabs Jules's arm as they go to climb down the rope and says, "Don't you best be careful over there. You don't know what this boat is, do ya?
3: But it. What is it?
0: You not heard the full legend of the Sea Ghost? That ship, what we seek.
3: Ah, oh, it sounds like there's a little more to hear. Uh, let me. Let me know.
0: They say that the Sea Ghost." was an imperial uh, ship, just like that one, he points, just like the one we're sailing on. But this ship was made of all men who did, had no interest in sailing the sea, landlubbers, press-ganged into duty. They were made to go out into a terrible storm, like the one we were just in. And in that storm, they mutinied against their captain. But unbeknownst to them, their captain was an imperial warlock. And this, this evil warlock, he cast upon them a curse as they threw his body overboard. He swore that they'd never be able to set foot on land again, not so long as the Empire holds any land. He cursed them to this fate. And sure enough, their boats sank, leaderless in the storm, suffering the fate of all mutineers. Death beneath the waves. That, he says, pointing to it, that could be the sea ghost's hull. The ghost itself still hunts Imperials on the water, you see. But that, that could be its hull.
3: So there's no way of knowing just from looking at it.
0: i don't have think- to get
3: there
4: and... They're gonna appreciate our imperial ship.
3: <laughs> well, at least we're not imperials. We could
4: say we stole it from imperials.
3: Oh, well, they're half right. That's half right. Um, thank you for letting me know. Uh, the 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 captain. Do you know who he made a deal with for that terrible power?
0: i couldn't say who the captain made his dark deal with those imperials are all evil warlocks if you ask me they say that they have a prison full of the devil's what torture you off in the uh, off in the main land they say that once they sl- their ships have circles meant for summoning fiends to consort with all sorts of sexual creatures and strange oddities? That's what they're saying in port towns.
3: Thanks. Uh, I'll have but to. But I, uh... I can tell you.
0: I can tell you the name of the of the wizard, of the wizard captain or the the warlock captain. His name was Punketa.
3: Punketa.
0: Aye, that was it. Punketa.
3: Kata, the drowned wizard warlock of the empire
0: that's the one
3: well thank you you're uh you're you're proving to be pretty useful i'll have to keep you around
0: the name's the name's bane breckenridge bane
3: well bane thank you are you coming with us
0: uh, he looks and says, "Oh, I dare not!" And he kind of does like this, shaking his fingers against his chest. Uh, oh, I dare not risk myself upon such a haunted vessel.
3: Well, Bane, uh, help yourself to an extra crust. And if uh, Zelnern gives you anything for it, let him know that I let him know that I sent you.
0: Uh, he thanks you and steps away, having given you his warning not to step aboard there. Uh, but it seems you choose to lower yourself into the naughty dreams and row across the uh atoll and coral to uh try and uh herald anyone in the uh in the uh ruined ship.
3: With some healthy caution. Yeah. Who
2: are you leaving in charge of the ship? Uh Bane, Amory. <laughs> yeah.
0: Amory's not, got it. It's uh, not a
3: Um
0: do you Jules do you have a uh, second mate that you've uh you've managed to make or uh, make friends with?
3: Yeah, of course. Um what's His their name? name? Barty. Uh I don't th- I don't know if he has a last name. I kind of figured, you know,
0: most people don't.
3: I'll learn that, you know, when he's really proven himself, but uh he seems like a good enough dude.
1: He's good enough to manage the ship when we're gone, but not good enough for a last name. <laughs> Well
0: yeah, you know. Barty, a so far loyal second mate. There's
3: so there's only there's so many people, you know. We've only got so much time. We've been mostly in the storm. Uh I'll, I'll make sure to get to
2: know him better. When we his get name back. is His name is Barty Mallorysbrills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so you, uh, you task Barty with Operation of the Ship, and maybe even say, so are you actively lowering unconscious Phil Collins onto the, onto the Naughty Dreams with you?
2: Honestly, I think it's what he would want.
4: <laughs> I think he should go on first.
0: you knot a rope about his ankles and his shoulders to lower him in by the hoist there's a thunk as his head hits something but it doesn't seem to wake him from his slumber guys Uh, watch his head there's a bit of water in the bottom of the boat you shuffle in next trying to stop him from drowning in the puddle of water at the bottom of the boat you set him up on the edge of the naughty dreams and uh, the rest of you uh, enter into the uh, naughty dreams you cast off from the uh, uh, ship's side of the Melora's Borealis, uh, setting oars to the water with Zelnirn pulling at them and uh, keeping an eye out on the uh, boat you are sailing towards, the ship you're sailing towards. You're reminded of another time of sailing away from a ship, away from the Sturge as you went to travel a strange island to steal treasure from another pilot- pirate. And now you find yourself rowing towards a marooned uh Imperial vessel trapped upon this atoll, and as the water, or as you pull through again, you see the beautiful coral in the water below, a million different colors shining and glistening in the sun, with as many fish, types of fish swimming and zooming throughout. Trumpet fish dart above, and a tuna swims beneath. You notice here and there a coral reef shark uh, darting beneath the water, but as you get closer and closer to the uh, to this. Uh, Hulk of a ship, you see the color fade from the coral. You see the coral is dead and dying. Fewer and fewer fish are apparent. As you get close, the other ship itself is like half sunk beneath the water, where you can tell that it's like it's marooned such that it's a uh, cap like it's. Its Poop deck sits above the water, but everything below the poop deck is uh, sunken. Meanwhile, it's at an angle such that its bow sticks upwards and its top mast thrusts out of the water. And so does its second mast, Um, but it's basically tilted at a 45 degree angle with a decent chunk of the hole underwater. And uh, with the captain's cabin and everything would be under er, semi-submerged underwater. Uh, and as you approach, you can see the true wear and tear on this. Uh, barnacles have, of course, formed in the lower areas, but you see signs of poor maintenance. The ship hasn't been cared for for more than just the uh, lashing of the storm. The sun has begun to bleach away the uh, uh, and harden, dry out the uh, the wooden planks. They're beginning to separate and spread. And on the edge, you can see painted in great letters the H. or sorry, yeah, the uh, the HMS Queen Illyria, His Majesty's ship Queen Illyria. Anyone can make a history check on that ship.
2: Uh, Eleven. Seven.
0: Uh, neither of you have heard of the HMS Queen Illyria. Uh, but as you row closer, as you row closer, you see that, uh, uh, you see that the, uh, it's not just the uh, fact that the ship is old and aged and that the coral is dead all around it. Uh, you spot a bit of movement in the foggy water beneath. Uh, make a perception check as you gaze into this water.
2: Uh, 14? 16? 18?
1: My crit missed. But I have a passive
2: perception that's better. Celeste, quit looking at the stars. You don't know
0: what it's like. (laughs) Anyone with a 14 or greater catches the movement of a large shark, perhaps 15 feet in length, in the water. A hunter shark. You've seen these before, but never had to fight them. Uh, you actually, no, I think you booped one on the nose as you escaped the uh, the sunless citadel. But you see one of these sharks swimming in the like in like the wreckage of this ship. Uh, if they're willing to get that close, it suggests that the HMS Queen Illyria has been here for a good amount of time. In fact, you don't see any crew moving along its deck. The wind grabs at that. Flag, slashing it back and forth, and the sails still are sitting folded up in the, uh, and they've been pulled to a, uh, they are pulled upwards, so they look to be in okay condition as the wind buffets against them. The ship seems an abandoned hulk.
4: If we could s- more uh, steadily or go maybe a little quickly or, um, let's get onto the other ship. There's what? a shark in the water. <laughs>
2: I don't, yes, we. Yes, we will study or go quickly, our Zellnern.
1: Have Have you ever asked that question before, Zelnern
4: the, the words didn't make sense in my mouth. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Azelner, <laughs> well, you're uh, you're picking up some new characteristics.
4: Um, well, we should keep it steady, but if our study pace could be, possibly one or two strokes more efficient that would i think be better for everybody
0: all right so uh Zellner, you row the ship closer to the boat hoping to uh or closer to the ship hoping to board it it sounds like
4: i think that's a good idea
0: all right well you row closer and closer but as you get uh, or as you get within perhaps 10 yard. You're maybe 90 feet away from the ship, still drifting over this atoll When you spot another one of those sharks circling down beneath you, with the water being only maybe 12 feet deep here, the shark is clear and visible beneath you. Another joins it as you pull along the oars, bring yourself 80 feet away from the ship. And a third joins as well as you pull towards 70 feet. The sharks are clearly circling your rowboat, or your boat, the Naughty Dreams being, uh, encircled by a trio of sharks. Another pole brings you within 60 feet. You spot for a brief moment uh, uh, all anyone with a per, uh, passive perception above 15. Does anyone have that? Me! Uh, Celeste, you spot on one of these sharks the oddest of things. It has something wrapped around its head, almost like a crown or like a strap. That seems to attach to its eye as if the shark is wearing an eye patch. And just as soon as you notice that, the eye patch shark leaps from the water into the Naughty Dreams roll initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, hell yeah.
2: 23.
0: I love that you brought uh, Phil with you
2: yeah does
1: phileral initiative
0: no because he's unconscious oh okay
1: is he is he a liability right now will the sharks eat him when we're gone
4: um
3: not <laughs> no liability when he's dead
1: <laughs> like a true pirate
3: his character dies when he's gone that net we have is it just a plus three net or does it have special other it's stuff it's
0: a plus three net
3: got it it, it is magical a... could be good for fighting fish
0: I don't think this is just a fish.
3: Note to listeners, this sharks might not be fish. I don't know.
0: i sure do are fish. It. They are fish. We can uh I just wanna make everyone all aware online we do know that sharks are fish. Sharks I think we I think we fish. can all
2: agree sharks are fish.
3: <laughs> sharks are actually flying dinosaurs that are just underwater most of the time by choice.
0: Stop wrong. <laughs> That's that is wrong. He is wrong. wrong.
3: No? Actually, completely correct.
0: I don't know how to. Sharks read are to do this.
1: dinosaurs, and if they're like swimming, that's a form of flying underwater because they breathe water, which is like an air. This.
0: Sharks so. are not dinosaurs.
3: <laughs> All birds can swim underwater just as well as they can fly.
0: Yeah, I believe it. The hunter shark with the uh, eye patch leaps out of the water, flailing through the air. It soars straight towards Zelnern, who is rowing the boat. Zelnern, the shark's teeth snap onto you for a terrifying bite as it bites onto you for 21 to hit.
4: Ah, I I put my shield up or my um shell up in reaction, but it wasn't enough. It got to my front. I didn't move quick enough.
0: I rolled max damage, and you take 20 piercing damage as the shark so snaps its teeth against you. And then flops over down oh, into the water oh, with a hard splash. Uh, Zonar cries out, Rubert, what do you do? There's three of these sharks circling around.
2: Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm gonna cast invisibility on myself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, captain, my captain.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> Zunnerd, as you're like almost yanked out of the boat by a shark, you turn back to realize that uh, that Ruber is gone. A oh shark must have got the God captain him. already. He
4: will not want us uh, to turn
0: back now, going slow <laughs> and steady, steadily towards the other boat. Do you do anything else, Ruber? Do you sw- jump out of the boat and start swimming?
2: No, I just stand perfectly still, <laughs> invisible. I, All right. I have a vision of when the uh, tree branch grasped out at me when we were in the sunless citadel and like pulled me towards the fucking deep oh, depth. yeah, Because
0: it is, it is your shadow touch. It's Kuster my shadow allowing. touch. Yeah, nice. Uh, and I just Zeln- let,
2: the, let the branches wrap around me and I turn invisible.
0: Zelnern, what do you do?
4: All well, how how far away are we from the other ship right now?
0: Uh, you're about 60 feet from the other boat still.
4: And how far can we row in one round?
0: Uh, The rowboat speed is... I want to say it's 30 feet, but I want to confirm because this is critical. Rowboat has a speed of... Well, that's not useful. Three miles per hour.
4: <laughs> can you convert that real quick for me?
0: <laughs> oh, here you go. Uh, f- 15 feet is its water movement speed. And I can't... Um, so if you're actively if you're yeah. actively controlling it, uh, it's an action to make it dash because the rowboat can take the move action on its. turn. Oh, okay, an action to make it dash. So, cool. Okay. Or sorry, no. You get, the, like the boat can normally just move 15 feet if somebody is actively rowing it. That's okay. what the boat can do on its turn. Your action is to be rowing it. I'll let you attempt a strength athletics check. We'll say a DC 15 to get it to dash. Slutter,
4: slutter. There's no, there's no turning back now. We've got to keep going.
0: Crit. <laughs> uh, with a uh, rush of movement, you get the boat to carry thirty feet. You're only thirty feet now away from the, uh, away from the other, uh, the, the HMS Queen Illyria's wreckage. Uh, the sharks still swim in the waters around you, and if you're finished, i All done. Another uh, another hunter shark leaps from the air. This time, snapping its jaws onto Jules. Ah. Jules, twenty-three to hit. That'll be it. Jules. Jewels- you're looking at it. 6 plus 1, 7 plus uh, 3 damage, uh, 4 damage. So 11 piercing damage. It snaps its teeth into you. Blood wells up as the shark snaps on you. The blood drips around, and you're fortunate that you're not in the water, or else the sharks would be all lunging at Zelnern and getting advantage thanks to their blood frenzy. Celeste, what do you do?
1: I try to hold back any sassy comments, and I run up to Zelnern and I cast Healing Word.
0: All right, so you turn over in the boat, kind of standing up towards him, working some druidic magic, and uh, m- making sure he knows his day of death is not today.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's a bonus action.
1: And I, it's eight is restored.
4: Oh,
0: uh, I feel better.
1: Um, and then you said that was a bonus action to cast healing word.
0: Yeah, healing word is a bonus action.
1: Can I? Cast it again. No. as an action damn. <laughs> um, I'll cast Thunder Wave. So you can only cast one leveled spell um, per turn. That's too bad. I'll guess I'll just I can do my cantrip though, right?
0: Yes, yeah you can do a cantrip.
1: Okay. I look at jewels and I pull out look at my card and I say something cool.
0: Something cool is said into the air and then an effect (laughs) happens. What is the effect? Wow,
2: Celeste, that was so cool.
0: I
1: whisper Uh, it so nobody else hears it, but I'm reading the Taroka card to him and I cast Guidance on him.
0: All right, Julie, you have Guidance. So plus 1d4 to ability checks and I think it's saving throws as well for the next one minute so long as uh, Celeste maintains her concentration. Another, the third Hunter Shark circles and leaps from the water, to your horror, this one snaps at Ruber Gray Sand, despite his invisibility. Is it
2: with disadvantage?
0: It is not with disadvantage. <laughs> what? Um, the shark snaps at you in the air, seemed to know exactly where you were for 22 to hit.
2: Yeah, that's a hit.
0: The teeth sink into you for 8 piercing damage. And then the uh. shark splashes down into the water. Jules, what do you do?
2: um i maintain Always concentration mother. on invisibility That's
0: all right you may concentration even though the shark saw you you all see a shark bite the air and blood sprays in the air and then the oh shark and- <laughs> son of a bitch uh, well <laughs> the air itself curses
3: i don't know if this will work since apparently they can see invisible things but i'm gonna kind of lean over the side of the boat and um as i look into the water beneath us a Spear sphere of uh, darkness forms under our boat, including the bottom, so that hopefully any fishies below us are trapped in a magical darkness.
0: All right, so you cast it and so it's basically on the boat and it's twenty foot radius, right?
3: Well I wanted to do it like to the boat in the water so that we can yeah. see above the water. But
0: and is that a uh is that a ten foot radius or is it twenty foot, do you know?
3: Fifteen.
0: 15. All right, so an orb of darkness spreads out around you, the water going from the uh, somewhat cloudy, dead coral look it had before to now true and absolute darkness. And uh, as that darkness consumes the waters below, the sun doesn't even seem to reflect off of it, just glistening surface like the night sea, surrounded in a beautiful display of daisy i bet you that would look incredibly pretty um uh, and as you uh, cast this darkness hoping to shield yourselves from the shark to your dismay one of the sharks rushes through it unperturbed you feel the bolt the boat itself rock terribly as the patch shark uh swims past shoving at the boat in an attempt to flip it uh the uh, hunter shark got a 16 on its strength athletics Zelnern, you are the one actively controlling this boat so you are going to need to make a uh i'm gonna need you to make a uh save for the ship here that's gonna be uh, a strength check and if you're proficient in sailing vessels you can add your proficiency
4: i don't think i'm proficient in sailing vessels um, so just uh, strength. i sure you're all. I thought we said you're oh. all proficient to oh, okay, sailing. Cool. vessels. cool. Then I am. So it's oh. plus seven because it's just says be a strength.
0: Lame pirate game if no one knew how to sail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a strength. Oh, uh, yeah, strength sailing check. Cool. Oh, twenty-four. Uh, the shark rocks the boat, but you plant one of the oars in the water, countering it. You lean your weight in such a way that the boat does not flip. Uh... Rubert, What do you do?
2: (laughs) Zelnurn, get us to shore right now. I'm I'm going.
0: I'm steadily getting us there. And there's no shore he can get you to in time. It's only on to the HMS Queen Illyria. We're going right for the boat.
2: Get us to get to the boat, and then they all see a splash in the water as I jump off the boat.
0: Uh, Rubert joins in. Where are you headed, Rubert? You're 30 feet from the HMS Queen Illyria.
2: I'm gonna start swimming towards it, but I'm going uh, the iPad shark. I'm going to cast dissonant whispers on it.
0: Uh, so it's like as the shark passes out of the uh, passes out of the inky cloud of darkness, you see its fin cresting, and you cast dissonant whispers on it.
2: Yeah, so I like they see. Uh, actually, I, I'm gonna make a acrobatics check to see how small the splash is.
0: uh 18 acrobatics 18 acrobatics okay it's a narrow splash although as your eyes open in the water you realize the sharks that are kind of flanking you their eyes turn towards you as if a supernatural sense seems to make them aware of your presence uh but you turn you see the hunter or the hunter shark with the eye patch emerging and you cast a dissonant whispers upon this shark and that recalls for a wisdom saving throw correct
2: Yes, DC 14 Wisdom. And I'm going to swim as far as possible before I cast the spell because it will dispel the invisibility.
0: Oh, that's a call. So you swim 15 feet, the waves sort of uh, having mellowed out in this atoll. You swim 15 feet closer to the HMS uh, Illyria, Queen Illyria. You cast the spell and suddenly you're visible, but the sharks see no more or no less or more aware of you than they were before. However, the patch shark... Starts flipping and rolling in a, a panicked, desperate state. Roll your three six psychic damage.
2: Oh, and I was—I was, sorry, I was casting as a second level,
0: so well, 46. cast it with forty-six.
2: Four. Jesus, uh, only eleven psychic damage.
0: However, the shark then swims, moving 40 feet away from you as it swims in the opposite direction, making it to where it can't quite ke- uh, get back this next turn to snap. Uh, you've driven away the iPad shark.
2: Yeah, and in its mind, it hears, You're not the first shark I've ever killed.
0: <laughs> you whisper into a shark mind. <laughs> uh,. It's then, uh, it's then Rube, uh, it was Rubez. Zell Nern, what do you do? You row yourselves there?
4: I keep rowing.
0: All right, it's a DC, uh, we established DC 15 strength athletics to get this ship to dash, or this boat to dash.
4: 21.
0: You managed to pull the Queen Illyria up to the, uh, up to, or the, the, robo, the Naughty Dreams up to the Queen Illyria, moving yourself next to it. It's not lashed on or anything, but so long as you're kind of holding it in place here, people can get in and out freely. However, uh, fortunately, Ruber didn't uh, stay invisible, so you don't have to roll to see if you bonked Ruber on the head. Uh, you veered out of the way of Rubert. So Zelnerns pulled you to where you can all pile on to the uh, forecastle of the HMS Queen Illyria. Recall, this ship's at a 45 degree angle with its uh basically uh steer half is like 90% underwater while the bow and the front half is thrust up from the water. Where you've just pulled up is basically where the water's edge meets the front of the main deck. So you're able to pile out onto that, but it's still wood at a 45 degree angle. You quickly see that the uh, boards are old enough that they've separated and spaced in the dry heat of the sun, making it where you could wedge fingers in to climb up this. But it will still require a strength athletics to get to that railing that flakes the staircase to bring up to the safety of the uh of the uh, uh forecastle um and with that one of the hunter sharks not the one who's uh been eye patched swims towards the boat seeing Jules in the back it lunges in the air and Jules, you've been bl- hurt already right i believe you have yep. yeah which have. means that it bites you with advantage with a bloody frenzy so instead of a nine it gets an 11 to hit miss or sorry a 13 to hit direct hit It direct, its teeth sink into you as I fail the math for one plus eight, nine plus uh, oh gosh, four, thirteen piercing damage as it tears against you. Uh, you cry out, Jules, Celeste, what do you do? Your boat is pushed up, like, uh, Zellner's holding the boat in such a way that you could scramble out of it up 45 degree angle for about 15 feet or sorry about 10 feet to get to the railing of the forecastle and pull yourself up onto the safety of that upper deck or you could fight the sharks from where you are in the boat in the p- vulnerability of getting bit.
1: Um, I want to he- cast healing word on Jules first good call Give him a better chance to get up on the boat would call um which is uh five hp back so Thanks i did that at first level um and then i will go up the boat but how are we getting phil up uh, it's push.
0: on you guys uh strength athletics to get yourself up the bo- uh, up the edge because you're trying to climb your way up the uh up the ship's edge it's not a hard dc it's five but still chance of failure
1: 16 with the minus
0: right. one <laughs> you, you manage to scramble your way up and you get to the point where you're holding the uh, the railing that, of the stairs that lead up to the forecastle so you're not like in necessarily a safe position you're half dangling you're half holding on to this steep hill or like wooden cliffside and uh, meanwhile another hunter shark passes by this one smacking at the edge of the boat threatening to topple you all onto the deck unless Zelnern can do better than a seven. I can on a, on a strength sailing. Um, eighteen. You manage to hold against the shark, Jules. Uh, you're pretty wounded despite the efforts of Celeste. The sharks are circling back. What do you do?
3: Uh, I try to lift <laughs> Phil up <laughs> to the uh, deck.
0: All right, uh, you heave Phil and like kind of set him on the deck, but you look at the impossibility of someone of your strength trying to uh, <laughs> tuck a full-sized man under your arm and climbing your way up this wooden, like, 45-degree angle space out of a rocking boat. Help! It's doable, but it's going to be hard. DC 20. Strength okay. athletics. Okay.
3: DC 20. Uh, and if you I, fail
0: by five or more, there's going to be an added consequence. I mean, I just can't
3: do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> I uh, you can crit <laughs> okay let's try it okay I got 17 Alright,
0: uh, you scramble. There's a moment where you start to slip and drop Phil, but instead you and him slide together back, hitting hard and with a painful ache in your back, back down onto the rowboat. and rocks, or stabilizes the boat so the whole thing doesn't flip over. The hunter shark with an eye patch, who was uh, filled with dissonant whispers who uh, swam away, takes a moment recovering and circles back. He has to dash to get back so he doesn't manage to snap and bite into anyone but the shark is circling, maybe twenty feet away. Rubert, you find yourself drifting in the water, a shark between you and the rowboat and the HMS uh, Queen Elyria.
2: All right, I will. How far away is the ship from me?
0: Uh, fifteen feet, along with the rowboat.
2: Okay, I will swim towards the ship and then I will slash against it.
0: The slash against the ship itself. All right, no, you're uh... no the shark oh the shark okay you swim by one of the sharks slashing at this uh uh that's actually the ipad shark
2: cool uh for 17 no yeah 17 to hit
0: definitely a hit you cut through the thick sharkish hide sharkish four
2: that's not why did i roll a d20 for damage it's a scimitar. It's a d6. Uh, oh, 6 plus 5, so 11 slashing damage.
0: Nice. Uh, you cut into the shark, and actually, now that you're up against it, you realize this shark isn't wearing an eye patch. Rather, there is a strap like an eye patch around this shark's eye, or like leads around the shark's head to its eye, but instead encircled in like a leather thong there, Is what appears to be a withered human's eye set in the socket of the shark.
2: Oh, that's fucking wild! So Um, the shark
0: is not an eye patch shark; it is a human-eyed shark.
2: That's so weird. And I'm going to expend a blade flourish. It's a good call. To uh, use a bardic inspiration to deal an extra D6 damage against it. And add that number to my AC.
0: That's a cool combination. uh,
2: To do an extra five damage to it.
0: Uh, You have certainly bloodied the shark. It seems an incredible pain, but thrown into a blood frenzy and not looking like it wants to flee.
2: And when I take uh, the attack action, I can increase my walking speed by 10 feet. So I'll move an extra five feet towards the ship.
0: Uh, at this point, you were up... Uh, yeah, so they, if you had gone your 15 feet from swimming, you would have been up against the ship. So you could use this to attempt to climb back onto the rowboat or attempt to strength athletics to get up the uh, edge of the uh, boat.
2: Uh, actually, instead of doing that, could I, like, from the wound I took earlier, like spread some blood out to try and attract the sharks to me?
0: As a movement? Yeah. Or have you used a bonus action yet?
2: I have not used a bonus action yet.
0: You could use your bonus action to do that for sure.
2: Yeah. I wanna I like I wanna like try and spread my blood across the water as my bonus action to like get the sharks to come to me instead of towards the other ship.
0: Alright. You uh you so like you're kind of up against one side of the HMS Queen Illyria. Yeah, as I'm like holding on to
2: like the rope ladder that's on the ship, and I'm like I spread my hand across my wound and then like spread it across the surface of the water.
0: Rad. And then meanwhile, the HMS or the Naughty Dreams is kind of like up in the, uh, sitting on top of basically mid-deck of the HMS Queen Illyria with everyone piling out to climb the boat. Uh, and uh, Rubera starts drawing the sharks towards him. Uh, Zelnern, what do you do? You're the only one holding the Naughty Dreams here. You see that Jules cannot get Phil up this uh, edge, but if you exit the boat, the Naughty Dreams will drift away
4: little bit of that rope. I take the rope that's um, tied around Phil, and I tie. Um, um,
0: you tie it off to like the mast right there.
4: <laughs> I, I take it off him and tie it to the um, ghost ship, and then try you to tie
0: it up. All right, so you you pull out the you take the rope off of Phil. Yeah, or you've probably already removed the rope from Phil <laughs> earlier, but you take it and you lash it to the. Uh, to the side of the HMS Queen Illyria, like Make tying sure. it against the mast that's there to knot the ship in place. That does cost an action, but you can still try and scrabble up the hill.
4: Okay. And then um, I still want to take Phil with me, though. So I um, want to secure him, I guess, this round before I'm able to start moving.
0: All right. Yeah. And so you kind of like heave him over your shoulder, getting ready to like get yourself up the edge on your next turn. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one of the hunter sharks circles back, bucking against the ship. Uh, but this time it finds the ship is secure, so even though the whole ship jostles, the ship does not break or uh, ship, uh, shift away. However, everyone on board the ship, fill, or sorry, uh, Zelnern, Celeste, and uh, Jules, oh no, actually Celeste got off, so just uh, Jules and Zelnern. I need you both to make a DC-10 deck save so you're not pitched off the edge of the boat into shark water.
2: Did they not come towards me since I dry, drew them with blood?
0: Oh, that's true, it did dry with blood. It doesn't come towards you and does not buck the ship. It swims across towards Rubert. Rubert, a shark comes looming towards you and it snaps against you. Are you wounded?
2: I am. I like specifically drew the blood from my wound oh, yeah, yeah. to draw them in. It
0: snaps against you for twenty-five to hit. That's
2: yeah, that's it.
0: You take nine piercing damage. Okay. Uh, you see the sharks biting and tearing at Rubert in the water. Uh, he saved you. Like you know, the shark only briefly bumps against the boat, not enough to uh, shake anyone off. Celeste, you're you're able to pull yourself up to safety on the forecastle, where you have a sweeping view from up in this elevated forecastle, maybe twenty feet off the ground. Or Twenty feet above, eh, maybe forty feet above the water's edge. Down there, you see as uh, Z- uh, Rubert is caught in the water, surrounded by two sharks, with another one about to come and tear him to shreds. Meanwhile, uh, you see uh, you see Zelnern, Jules, and F- are trying to get Phil out of the boat up to safety. While Zelnern's nodded off the naughty dreams to make it safe. Um, but then looking down the ship itself, you see basically, because it's again at a 45 degree angle, looking down towards the aft castle where you'd normally have like the stairs that go below deck and like a captain's quarters and stuff, you see that that's, uh, the, the the stairs that go down below are underwater, but the uh, captain's quarters door is only like 20% below the water line, meaning that door looks like it could. entered and exited Uh, but the uh, rest of the ship seems like you require underwater swimming to enter what do you do celeste
1: i look at my team and i say nature can be cruel as the druid shows us as she's above us and i cast bless on all of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right you are all blessed which is plus 1d4 to attack rolls and uh saving throws there's ability checks i think it's ability checks Um, which is going to give you an improved ability to fight your way out of here. Uh, However, uh, before anything can save you, Rubert, a hunter shark, of course, is straight towards you, its teeth snapping and tearing at you for an 11 to hit. Miss. It grabs hold of a piece of leather, shearing that, but does not manage to bite to your skin. Jules, what do you do?
3: I am going to cast... Okay, I reach my hand out at one of the sharks, whatever one's closest to Rubera.
0: There's three on top of him.
3: Well, one of them. (laughs) And uh, as I reach out towards it, uh, uh, barnacles grow on its body, and it's swarmed by a cloud of leeches that wasn't there a minute ago.
0: Horrific.
3: And, And I cast infestation on it.
0: What's the save?
3: Uh DC thirteen con save.
0: Well, it got a twelve, so despite the resiliency of the shark, you manage to uh the one with the uh human eye socketed in its own eye socket. You uh cast that when the leeches and like crabs and stuff begin to pick clean this uh this carcass, this living carcass of a shark. What's that called a whale fall? If you've ever watched yeah. those videos. Um Roll the damage.
3: Okay, six poison damage and it has to move five feet in a random direction. Uh, one, two, as it avoids the swarm of
0: It actually parasites. swims away from uh Rubert. it gives you a gap uh, chance at free time a uh, chance at freedom as your move the shark swims away from you. Uh The human eyed shark, however, unfortunately, it's then its turn and it circles back around towards the blood in the water, moving towards Rubert again. Uh, Rubert, it snaps at you for 24 to hit.
2: Yeah, that's a hit.
0: You're going to take 13 piercing damage as the shark grabs you and tears at you.
2: Uh, I'm unconscious.
0: You watch as a shark grabs Ruber. He screams and it's pulled underwater. The shark thrashing him there. Uh, Ruber, you are Uh unconscious. Death or dying, save.
2: Pull me closer, death daddy. 15.
0: Uh, You are one step closer to stable, but still dying in, in a shark's <laughs> teeth. Uh, that's true. You are also drowning. Uh, so oh, no, yeah. because he's, because Rubera is now drowning, he cannot regain HP until he, uh, is able to breathe. Uh, Rubert, you thrash in pain and desperate dying throws beneath the waves. Zellnirn, uh, you've just hoisted Phil's body up when you saw the shark take Ruber down below the water. That hunter shark with the human eyes, or the single human eye that's been socketed in there and held in by straps. Uh, it looks to be incredibly wounded, the one that's dragging Ruber down. But there's another pair of sharks now circling in the water uh, looking for new prey.
4: One bottle of a time, and I uh, I take um,
0: fill up, fill up. All right, uh, strength athletics DC twenty as you try to haul fill up towards the uh, edge because you spent your uh, turn last turn like making sure he was secure. I'll say you have advantage on this. Sweet oh,
4: twenty one, man, that die is Just, rolling no. hot tonight.
0: You get high up on there, and you throw Phil up onto the uh, onto the forecastle where he's wedged against the railing and safe. Uh, you get yourself up there to safety, and you breathe a sigh of relief. That costs all your movement, but what do you do with your action?
4: I look a away from him, and I cannonball uh, into the water. Um, oh, shit. All
0: right, yeah, you lunge yourself I, down there, jumping down towards it. Jumping your way down towards there. Uh, So I'm going to need you to make an acrobatics check to see if you land well. Otherwise, you might uh, have disadvantage on the attack (laughs) you throw. Eight. Uh, You do have disadvantages. You hit the water in pain. Uh, Your your cannonball is there wasn't enough surface tension because the sharks have been breaking the water so you hit and you kind of turn strangely uh, you however spike down da- are trying to spike down onto this uh, shark with the human eyes socketed in it make an attack roll disadvantage
4: um, disadvantage uh, 17 plus would I just add my unarmed strike plus 5 so 22
0: wow uh, you hit the shark yeah
4: nice um, and then that is shell attack. Where's shell attack?
0: you looking on your character sheet? Yeah.
4: It's 1d4 plus three. Six damage.
0: Uh, The shark is nearly dead in the water, but your uh, blow strikes its jaw open, causing Rubert's unconscious, dying, drowning body to slip free. Uh, He buoys back up towards the surface, but as uh, salt leaves his body through the blood, he's going to start to sink. Uh, Zelnern, do you have another attack there?
4: Um, I don't think I have two attacks.
0: No, not yet. Yeah. Uh, one of the hunter sharks uh, sees that you've jumped into the water, and it goes to join against you, Zelnir, and it snaps at you with its teeth for seven to hit with advantage. I got a seven. Miss. Uh, it, it's teeth crunch uselessly against your shell, the spikes raking at its bloody jaws. Celeste! You look down to the water, and you see a dying Rubert. However, because <sighs> he's drowning, he cannot regain HP until he's pulled out of the water. Meanwhile, no. one of the sharks is nearly dead, the one with the human eye socketed in it, and Nern is down there fighting against the sharks.
1: Am I able to hurt Ruber anymore, even though he's unconscious?
0: If you hit him with a Thorn Whip, he'll suffer one automatic failed death save, but you will pull him up to safety.
2: No, two automatic failed death
0: saves. Uh, it's only melee weapon attacks that are oh, auto- Oh, that's or, true. Uh, t- that's it's only attacks made within five feet of you that are auto-crits. That's true. No. So
1: I could do that and then heal him.
0: Uh yeah, as actually. a bonus
1: action. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna like conjure the seaweed from underwater and Love like it. throw them up on the <laughs> on the ship.
0: Uh, Ruber, and then drowning, see it kind of
1: made them worse.
0: Drowning and gurgling, you feel the death's embrace wrap around you as the sailor's devil drags you down. You're ready to enter the weird kelp mm. as the uh and deny the sailor's devil's bargain. What? Being dragged yes. there, you feel Father yourself crushed, feels- and then thrown up in the air no. you hit no. the deck hard uh at the feet of celeste when you look up sputtering water the strength of hitting <laughs> the boards causing you to cough out all the water uh and then celeste informs you that this actually isn't the way you die and i you roll my
1: eyes i'm gonna say it should be but it's not and i turn around <laughs>
2: Did you, you see Did you see how I get distracted, the sharks, with my How own? you
1: cut yourself in the water like an idiot while you have an unconscious person that you're supposed to be captain over on your boat that you stole from him? I start arguing with him as sharks are circling.
2: But the blood, it was really cool, right? That you D4, see that? D4HP.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, I will give you inspiration for that cool moment to get them off your friends at the expense of your life. Uh, go ahead and heal him, Celeste. Five. Uh, and Rubera's is back and functioning. One of the hunter sharks, realizing the ba- or that Rubert is to safety, Phil Collins is to safety, Jules is still in the boat, and Zelnern is in the water. It's drawn by the blood of Zelnern and comes towards him, drawn on the blood frenzy. Snapping at him for five twice. Uh it bites at you for eight to hit. Yes. And then Jules, what do you do? the The human eyed shark is at six HP, nearly dead as it swims, but the other two are full. Zelnern is stuck uh, thrashing and fighting about these waters, and you're still in the boat, vulnerable to sharks.
3: Is the shark between him and the ship the human eyed one?
0: Uh, yes.
3: Okay, I will cast uh told the dead on this dumb shark hopefully that human is that a
0: con save or a wisdom save?
3: wisdom 13
0: it failed
3: uh five damage oh wait no more than that because uh, nope four damage
0: (laughs) four damage uh, as I said, the shark is at 6 HP, so the shark yet lives. Uh, that shark, seemingly driven not by its own sense of self-preservation, but a desire to kill, bites again into Zelnern for a 16 to hit, Zelnern, Or sorry, 18 to hit. Oh, hit. I thought it was a miss, but then it penetrated. Zelnern, <laughs> 14 piercing damage as the shark snaps its teeth upon you. Oh. Uh Rubert, you look down. You see this nearly dead shark. It's shredded. It's poisoned. Its mind's insane. How come this thing has such perseverance to kill? Uh, this shark with the human withered eye socketed in and strapped on by uh, like leather bands. It's biting into Zelnern. Zelnern's fighting in the water, almost dead. What do you do? I,
2: like, well, Celeste like uses CPR and like gets the salt water out of my lungs thank you thank you celeste i roll over to the edge of the ship and then i look down you piece of shit you couldn't even kill me as i cast vicious mockery on it uh
0: all right uh that's a charisma save right (laughs) uh
2: dc 14 wisdom saving throw
0: nine the shark fails um
2: Two psychic
0: damage. <laughs> uh, you see the shark's one eye, its normal dead shark eye that's dead like a doll's eye, uh, just sits there unconcerned uh, no, about it, but the withered human eye rotates up to you and seems to stare at you as you say that. then there's almost a there's a moment of anger and then you see a look of sadness as you mock it as it realizes the mocking is true, but it doesn't look as if the shark realized it. The eye seemed to realize it. Regardless, the shark then keels over; its mind slain and its body bobbing in the water um, for a few moments before the water consumes it enough to sink the shark down below. Ruber, you've killed the shark with the human eye. The other hunter sharks still circle around Zelnern. Zelnern, what do you do? Uh, I, uh, I also oh, Ruber, do
2: I, I will use a bonus action to heal Zelnern. <laughs>
0: All right, a spell cast, and Zelnern regains HP.
2: I'm You recover uh, seven HP.
0: So Zelnern, you are in the water, thrashing about. You actually have disadvantage on attack rolls here because you're in, you're submerged in the water. Uh, As you your
2: bear is just like hanging over the edge of the ship. Like, Fuck you, shark. <laughs> the the other <laughs> I'm, t- the ca- I'm the captain. You piece of shit. <laughs> And then I roll back over again
0: and just, like, clutch myself. That's fair.
4: Uh, So the one is dead, or the other two It hurt at all?
0: No. No one's touched either of the other sharks. I'm going to start swimming back
4: towards the ship then.
0: All right. Strength athletics to haul yourself up the rope ladder that's behind you. Uh,
4: Um, Only a, a nine.
0: Fortunately, it was only a DC five. But I have a question for you. If you dash, you can get up to safety with the others, but you'll provoke two attacks of opportunity. Or you can uh, climb at your normal speed, which means that you will you can disengage as an action. You'll still be in range of the sharks jumping out of the water to try and bite you with disadvantage on their next turn. What's your preference? Um, I'm going to take this. I'm going
4: to, you know, one step at a time. I don't want to, like, rush this. I don't want to, like, get those extra attacks. <laughs> so I'm just going to uh, slowly disengage.
0: Inspiration is the turtle slowly climbs his way up with sharks biting at him. Speaking of sharks biting him, one lunges at him for 14 to hit. That's a Snaps miss. against your shell. Celeste, what do you do? Jules is still down in the rowboat, sitting next to where the dead hunter shark with the human eye is bobbing in the water. The eye is looking up towards Jules. Uh, well, meanwhile, uh, Zelnurn is pulling his way out of the water with a couple sharks jumping at him, trying to bite him.
1: I'm gonna take wild shape and turn into a chal, like have basically it shapes into a chalice, um, which allows me to do better oh, healing. Oh, nice! Um, and so that's my action is like yeah. taking the form of all the stars, and then I first at second level cast healing word on oh. jewels, which that's is one d8 plus my wisdom modifier. 2d4 plus 1d8. Oh, yeah. Thank
0: you. And that's from the Druid of the Stars is the uh, uh, 2d4, right? Or nope, the what? The bonus d8 is uh, the starry form of chalice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Whenever you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to a creature, you or another creature within 30 feet of you regain hit points equal to 1d8 plus your wisdom modifier. So the spell itself is giving Jules 2d4 plus wisdom. Yeah, and then you get to heal somebody else also for one d8 plus wisdom.
1: Yeah, so That's first quality. person two d4 plus wisdom two four is
0: eight. So Jules, you gain eight HP.
1: And then second one, which is one d8 five plus, plus four is nine. And who's we'll giving this guy two? I'll do it. Am I in range of Zelnern? You are, yeah. Okay, then, yeah, it will go to Zelnern.
0: Zelnern, you and uh, Jules alike both feel uh, restored as Celeste uh, looks towards those starry signs and channels the chalice. Uh, Celeste, finished. a hunter shark bites out at uh, at Zelnern, uh, missing him because he he dis- or missing him from where he is up on the water. Jules, do you scramble up if you get out of? If you get up to that edge, you're safe from the sharks. Uh, However, you look down at this uh, hunter shark in the water. Its body starting to sink below. You realize it's dead, turned upward such that the eye seems to be looking at you. And in fact, despite the shark being dead and sinking, the eye is moving about, taking everything in, moving completely independent of the shark. What do you do?
3: Do the other sharks also have these eyes?
0: Nope, only the one shark had this eye. The eye is in the shark's head. The shark is bobbing in the water adjacent to the rowboat. You're still in the rowboat. Haven't climbed successfully up to the uh, forecastle in safety with the rest.
3: Uh, can I put my gun up against the eye and blow it away, hopefully?
0: So you're like, trying to destroy the eye? Uh, or what do you mean by blow it away?
3: Well, I was going to, but now I just reconsidered. And instead, I'm going to try to pluck it out and climb up.
0: All right, your hand snatches down. The eye seems to have just been fastened on by a couple, like, leather belts, and it's an easy effort to snap that off. The eye gripped in hand. You then start climbing up the slope. Strength Athletics DC5. On a crit miss, (sighs) you slide down into the water.
3: Oh. Oh, I got a dirty one, so not a crit miss, but... Oh, no, because you're just...
0: So you look as Jules can't seem to... Like, uh, their fingers go (laughs) into the cracks of the wood, but then slip, splintered as they fall back into the rowboat. The sharks are circling. Rubert Was that with a Bless? Is Bless still in action? You did. You had Bless, plus 1d4. Oh, Oh. you know what? You also had Guidance, plus 2d4.
3: Hey, Okay. (laughs)
0: that y'all
3: <laughs> oh yes i got an eight what? wow look at that
0: <laughs> uh celeste's earlier guidance was portentous <laughs> yeah. uh Jules, you, you've celeste has seen a future in which you splinter your finger fall into the boat and get eaten by sharks but instead you climb up defying that fate uh soon Zelnern joins up at the uh balustrade or up at like the forecastle in safety the other sharks uh Quickly sink down to the depth of the boat, uh, out of sight and out of danger. You breathe uh, in pain as you know those sharks are still about, and any effort to leave the H.M.S. Queen Illyria will surely be met with two sharks chasing you. However, Jules has in his hand a uh, eye that seems to be twitching and moving around, um, and uh, you're all or several of you are very beaten up, and you have an unconscious Phil. phil your bosun kind of strapped, or like laying down against the uh, boards here. You you find yourself able to perch in an awkward angle on the deck here against the railing and the deck itself. Um, And you've boarded the Queen Illyria.
2: Shout out to all the chaotic normies out there. How are y'all doing? Hope y'all had a great holiday and a happy new year to each and every one of you. Um, In case you didn't see the message, I posted on the uh, Facebook page that we took a week off. It was, you know, just a very busy time for everyone. And, you know, I gave myself a little break. But we're back at it again with another hot ep of chaotic normal, the Shattered Isles. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe not like and subscribe Read and review what review on iTunes this is at YouTube uh, but yeah share with all your friends um, starting to get a lot of traction out there and it's awesome to see um, yeah no really new announcements follow the social medias post any uh, questions comments concerns and uh, your favorite home brewed beer recipes to the chaotic normal pod at gmail.com and yeah i think that's it for this week um here's to 2022 and let's, this is going to be our year folks so let's make it count um so yeah until next week bye bye